la 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 screen peeking bop 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 yellow feather yellow feather yellow leather not feather everyone welcome to screen peeking a weekly podcast with me and nick where we talk about video games and everything you love about them everything we love about them um we got a lot of resident evil today really that's kind of the big news of the last Heck week yeah. um we got you know our impressions game club is back um, and our new segment, which we sort of talked about before, where we're going to be going through our top 50 games of all time. So that'll be at the end of the show, starting at number 50 today. Turns out it actually did work. Perfect 50 to the end, mm-hmm. to the end of the year. Um, so yeah, I mean, with, I don't think there's much else in terms of housekeeping to talk about. Um, so let's jump into it. Nick, uh, what, what have you been playing? Well, uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been playing uh, quite a few games actually this week. I uh, finished, uh, got my platinum trophy on uh, Bioshock Two, which I really wanted to do because I Ooh, have nice. completed that game before, other than the Minerva's Den DLC. So then going through on PS Five, I was just playing my PS Four version of the collect uh, the special edition or whatever that has the remaster on it, and uh, yeah, I've been really having a good time with that. So I completed that one. Then I. Um, I have trials in that game to do, and I do want to do them, even though I don't find them super fun. There's a few trophies to get there. I just want to see everything 100%. I already got the platinum, but I want to get those trophies as well. And I'm not much of a trophy chaser, but because Bioshock is so special to me, I always want specifically for Bioshock games on any platform. I'll probably do it on Steam again as well. (laughs) I I want to have all the achievements collected on everything xbox playstation pc i just love those games and i want to be able to say like look i've completed these 100 percent everywhere so that's why i'm doing it um and then i jumped into bioshock infinite so i've been working towards that platinum all i have left is about three left from that one just got to play the hardest difficulty without buying any like ammo or health items and then a couple others uh yeah then other than that i played some limbo and inside on my uh my variety stream day on monday i just played a bunch of games on that on my twitch channel that was fun um and then went with uh our game club game as well and played uh streets of rage 4 our game club game i'll have more to say about that in a bit (laughs) what What did you what did you play this week so other than uh hitman 3 which i'll talk about in length later i played like me and owen were kind of playing some games so kind of on a fluke we we swear every night we we like whenever we play games we play like an hour of rocket league and go like we need a new game (laughs) so kind of getting bored (laughs) of just like the usual rotation and so we ended up downloading anthem just kind of for shits and giggles and heck yeah (laughs) yeah and honestly it's i i i still feel like that game gets a bad rep like it's not a good, it's it's not a great game, but it's a fun game. I feel like, and I I think a lot of people yep. make it sound like Anthem is just utter trash, and I don't really think that's true. Like, the core gameplay loop there, I think, is so much fun. It's just for me, like I don't, I could not care less about the story. It's so just like I know you're a Destiny fan. I was a Destiny fan at some point, but it's so just like all the shit I don't like about Destiny in terms of that story. Um, and yeah, I, I, I kind of wish it was just more streamlined because yeah, like going from mission to mission, playing, like doing a mission, having fun and then ha- getting stuck in Fort Tarsus for like 20 minutes while the other person's like, oh, just like on their phone board waiting for me to be done. Like it, it's, I, I agree with things a lot of people said where it does sort of seem stuck between a single player and multiplayer game, but I feel like if they just committed to the idea of like flying around and stuff it like that that core loop is so much fun and yes that's why i kind of am hopeful if they do put in the effort to like really reboot anthem i think it could be good like in an expansion because i think there is a lot of good there like there is it it would take a pretty fundamental change of like mission structure i think but like flying feels incredible and shooting yep. feels fun enough like it, it i mean it's not destiny levels of fun but it, it's fun enough and abilities are all fun so I, I i had a time with that and then we also played a way out which is a game i haven't actually played before um and that is a game that i wouldn't necessarily call great but it's just entertaining as fuck like it, it it's it's a b movie in a, in a video mm. game in the best way possible where like 
we were the, like the entire way through making fun of their writing and voice acting in that game because it's really <laughs> weird and stilted at times. But like, and, and it's like weird and sort of like janky in a lot of places. But it's so just genuinely entertaining with all that. Like, it's has just the right amount of shittiness in it, I guess, to make it really fun without being like actually shitty and annoying to play. And at the same time, also does have some legitimately really cool moments in it. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I thought it was really fun. It's not a 10 out of 10 game. It's probably like a 6 or a 7, to be honest, if I had to put a number on it. But but I, I don't really think that matters. Like, playing with someone that you're friends with, I think that's kind of required to enjoy that game, is playing some playing it with someone that you're already pretty good friends with. I think it's it's a pretty awesome experience. And it does a cool thing at the end, too, that sort of plays off of, like, the relationship you already had with your friend whoa whoa sorry about that <laughs> i lifted my hand and i just totally punched my mic i'm sorry i hope i catch that good. when i'm editing later <laughs> if not i apologize yeah um but yeah way out fun anthem's fun um and then uh yeah hitman 3 which i'll talk about later and street rage 4 which you want to go into that now yeah sure yeah all right so Game Club of last week was Streets of Rage 4. Just top level. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Where are you at? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up from Nick. Nice. I love this game. I would say game. I am one thumb up. Just, yeah. That's still good. That's up. still good. <laughs> <laughs> That's still quite good. Um, so, yeah. Do you want to start us off? Sure. I um, So, I again, I played it on my Twitch channel when I streamed and played about two hours, uh, maybe a slight bit more, and... I feel I don't know for sure. I think I got to the final boss, or I got really oh, close nice. to the end of the game. Um, basically, there is this person that's clearly like the villain, that one guy with the white hair or whatever. I got to fight him. Mm-hmm. It was the first time mm-hmm. I lost, <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, I've been playing for two hours." Onto the next game, which the I first tried. Time you died in that game. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Or no, first time I no sorry first time I restarted like where you lose all your lives. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. And I'm obviously I could be wrong. I, from my memory, though, I don't think I I died uh, or I fully huh. like lost all my lives before that. If I did, it must have been only once before. Um, but yeah, there's a, I had a blast with the game. I found it really confusing at first to like learn the moves, what I was doing, and then as mm-hmm. I kind of played more as a character, I was like, okay, so there's a you know lift up the controls a little bit. Okay, there's a double tap forward and then X to do this one attack that's kind of longer range than my normal punches. Like okay, that really helps Wait, with when, those characters. Real quick. Yeah. Which which character were you using? So I started with the oh, what's his name? It has like the like cyber Axel. cyborg arms or whatever. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I started with him because I thought he looked the coolest, and then he was really slow. Um, but he had a cool grab and stuff, and he could like electrocute guys in front of him. And then I kind of went through all the characters in the two hours. So basically, I'd finish a level or played for a bit, and then I'd switch to a new character. So I got to play them all, and I think Cherry she's the best she's the coolest mm-hmm. character she can sprint so you can run left and right and it actually makes your, mobi- your mobility so much better um mm-hmm. and then she has this like jumping knee to the face that's like lights her knee on fire and she like does a bunch of rabbit hits <laughs> and it just sounds great with the hit sound sound effect or whatever i don't know mm-hmm. i really liked it um she was kind of the best for me and uh, has this electric guitar she'll like smash around so i really liked her a lot um I found the levels not very challenging, but I found them fun. I liked the different enemies, although they were kind of just a lot of just recoloring of the same ones. Like there's the yeah, the one characters yeah. they they throw like the the jar of poison, then they show a, throw a jar. Then there's the red ones, and they throw the jar of fire, <laughs> and then they, mm-hmm. there's the uh, blue ones. They throw a jar of electricity, and then there's the other ones that throw a bomb. And I mean, the only one that was interesting was the ones that throw the I said bomb, but grenade. Um, because mm-hmm. if you hit them at the right time, you can make it so the grenade doesn't like blow up and you can pick it up and throw it back at them and stuff. And I found that was interesting versus like an area on the ground kind of becomes damaged. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah, I liked it. I played, I played until state the fourth stage, I think. And then okay. I got stuck. So I kind of stopped there. Um, yeah, so I had a similar experience where the first stage I died, like, I lost all my lives, like, a million times, because I was really struggling to figure out, like, 
how to play the game, <laughs> I guess, like to just kind of figure That's out weird. what it wanted me to do. Uh huh. Um, and then once I did, I ended up playing as oh, I forget her name. The the the, the one with the guitar. I was, I played as her that for is, most of the game. That's Cherry, with the guitar. Oh, is it Cherry? Yeah. Okay. She has the I, red I threads, Cherry right? Was the, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. Cherry was the the other woman. Um, but yeah, I thought she was super fun. I liked her like her grab move, where she would just sort of like go on her face and like <laughs> pummel oh, yeah. and jump off. Like that yeah, was super that was fun good. to do. And the yeah, I just thought there was fun ways to combo enemies with like hitting them up and then guitar slamming them. Totally. Um, and yeah so she's definitely my favorite and once i like got once i like figured her out i didn't die again until the fourth stage and then i got pretty stuck there is because people kept on hitting me into holes and i was having a, <laughs> I was having a rough yeah. time um and uh but yeah I, th- I think it's great like the art looks just gorgeous like so it's good just spectacular looking um, yeah, I, I brought that up a lot during the stream <laughs> yeah yeah it is just a gorgeous looking video game um and, uh, yeah, the, the gameplay, once you figure it out, I think is really, really fun. Uh, beat-em-ups aren't, I, I guess they're not, they're not even necessarily not my jam as much as it's just not really genre I play. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of want to. Like, I, I've played the original Battletoads and hated it. <laughs> I think that's a terrible game. Um, <laughs> and I've, I've played a few others that I thought were okay. Um, but, but, yeah, this is, I think, one of the most fluid and, like, just raw fun one that i've played in terms of feeling like i'm actually in control and able to like effectively not get hit and effectively kill enemies without just mashing a button a ton um even though i am mashing a button a ton but like probably my favorite beat em up for this was uh mother russia bleeds and even then i didn't think that the gameplay was that fun to me personally i just thought that like the story and world was so weird and interesting that i wanted to keep playing um but yeah, I think the fact that this game did make me kind of get into a beat-em-up is really saying something, because that's so just not my speed. Um, but yeah, I, I, I quite liked it, too. I, I don't think... I think the reason I'm not two thumbs up on it is just because I got stuck and didn't finish it. And after that, I was like, yeah, like I, I don't really feel a huge need. Like There's other stuff to play. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel the itch to like struggle through that. Um, but yeah, definitely really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, something that I forgot to mention um, was uh, the music. I went into the settings uh, on the game mm-hmm. before I started it. And actually, before I say the music, there is an option for the food or the healing items, you know, that you get where you can change like mm-hmm. the, the the lesser heal and the more like the, the item that heals you more. And you can change like the food I- options. And there's like even like vegan options and stuff in there. There's like tofu <laughs> or salad and, and like onion That's rings funny. and burgers and stuff. And I just thought that was awesome. So I just played around, chose the ones I wanted. I think I did pizza and poutine because I'm Canadian, <laughs> just because I thought that would be funny. <laughs> um, and yeah. then, although honestly, I would have chosen the burger. <laughs> so uh, yeah, then yeah. I think, and then in the audio options, I was looking at that because I wanted to turn the music down a bit. But I was really getting into the music that was new, and then there was a retro option. So I played through the whole game with the retro music, I guess, and I've really enjoyed that. I don't know what the new music is like. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> but what did you think of the music? I yeah, I liked it a lot. It wasn't. I think it, I don't necessarily think it's the most memorable part of the game to me. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I thought it. Was, I thought it was cool. It, it fit the mood is going for, but. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing, like, an animated trailer for this game a while ago, like a two, like 2D animated. I remember thinking, oh, that looks really dope. But I feel like I see animated trailers in a similar vein for a lot of indie games, and then the actual game looks, like, a quarter as good as that trailer. Right. Um, but the fact, like, this game looks just as good as that trailer did, like, the whole way through, which is so impressive. Like, it's yeah. the art and animation in this game is just awesome. Yeah, I think at one point I was saying, like, man, can you imagine how much fun it would have been to work on this? Like, Yeah, yeah. I, if I was stuck doing the items or the objects, like the pipes you used to swing, or if I was making the mm-hmm. environment or the characters, like any of that stuff would be so great, so much fun to just... Bro, I was like, all that stuff is my art style completely. Mm-hmm. I'm not that mm-hmm. good, but, you know, that's the style <laughs> that I draw in, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, it was really cool to see. And um, I also, it, it brings me back to when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know how young, but my family in in, uh, in PEI, they, 
there was someone there was like some family members and i barely remember this but they had like arcade cabinets in their place and it might have been streets of rage but it might not have but it was definitely a beat 'em up kind of game, right? Where you walk around, you pick up your knife, and you pick up whatever items off the ground. You're like doing it's the same game, just the arcade, you know, version. So yeah, I feel yeah. like I might have been, and it just totally brought me back to that and made me kind of happy, thinking, oh That's yeah, so I remember awesome, loving yeah. this as a kid and not really understanding what I was doing, but having a good time. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's super awesome. Um, so do you want to move on to some sure. Resident Evil? All right, awesome. So. Yeah, the, the Resident Evil showcase was um, yesterday for us, yeah. right? At the time yeah. of recording, yeah, on the, the on the 20th. Um, and we got to 21st. see some gameplay. Or Yeah, the 21st, that's right. Um, yeah, we got to see some new gameplay, which mm-hmm. looks kind of as you would expect mm-hmm. from, like, based on Resident Evil 7. Um, looks got good. Got to see some new story. Yeah, it, it does look very good. Got to see some new story. Um, and then they... Oh yeah, you you have your in on those shitty looking uh, Res- like Resident Evil Reverse multiplayer thing. I yeah. really agree. I thought that looks like garbage. Do you yeah, get into R- that Reverse <laughs> looks terrible. Yeah, <laughs> what the heck is going on? They like it looks like, like a mod. Is I, what I, gets me. What I yeah totally. Ah, that's a great example. It's like here we got all yeah. the 3D models, all the character assets from <laughs> a bunch of the games from all the basically the new RE engine characters. And we put them yeah. all into a multiplayer game and they didn't explain it. They're just kind of like, here's a trailer. And then they show just a bunch of glimpses of characters doing like very basic animations. Nothing really cool. Yeah. Just kind of slamming the ground or or just shooting in third person. And then and also not even hitting each other. Shot that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was no. so funny. <laughs> exactly. They're just like shooting at each other. No one's getting yeah. hit. No one's nothing's happening. And then they're like, like yeah, the, the our reverse was made on like a. The multiplayer mode looked like he's made like a hundred dollar budget. Like it's like all reused assets, like a bit of new coding, and then just yeah, got yeah. some people to play and record it. Like, all right, here's a trailer. But whatever, it's it's the free multiplayer mode attached to Resident Evil Eight, so we don't have to really care. <laughs> and if it's low budget, that just means less budget is going towards the good part. I guess so. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not too worried about it. I no, just no, it, it doesn't like bring shit. me down at all. It. it was more just fun yeah. to laugh at. When I first saw the <laughs> totally. beginning of the trailer, though, and it just showed like some characters' feet, and it was kind of the Borderlands or like the comic book art style, right? And I was thinking, yeah. oh, is this going to be a little animation, like a little or a little animated like uh, series or something like that? I thought that would be kind of mm. cool to see. I know that they talked about that other animated series coming to Netflix at some point, but. Um, oh yeah, right. But this one, I just thought, oh, that'd be kind of neat, like a comic book looking style animation a couple episodes somewhere would be kind of cool but it wasn't that it was disappointing but the game looks cool resident evil 8 looks awesome yeah no totally so we it seems like from the gameplay we saw and you've actually played the demo i haven't um but from from the gameplay i saw in the 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 whole gameplay showcase it seems like it's more action focused than seven it seems like it's more like, if you would compare Resident Evil 4 to, like, Resident Evil 2, where RE4 did have the melee attacks, it did have, like, hmm. that more, like, more enemies to fight, and it seems like it's more leaning in that direction, which I, I'm I'm fine with, because it, it seems like it's not going into full, like, RE5, RE6, like, just straight-up third-person shooter territory, you know? It, it seems like it is still focused on scares, on that sort of thing, and what made RE7 good, um, which... I think I think is great. And as someone who's played the demo, do you want to talk on that? Yeah. So uh, before I say talk about the demo, though, just from like what we saw in the gameplay there, and mm-hmm. just touching on what we think the game will be like or what it's about, I think you're right. I think it seems like it might be more action focused, but I don't think I doubt it w- actually will be. Uh, I th- mm-hmm. I think that seven actually had a lot of action in it or a lot of combat in it. Right. I'll, I'll say combat mm-hmm. instead of action there, but. I didn't feel like the combat was good. I felt like the combat was very... Remember how slow you move and everything? I bet you mm-hmm. you'll move the same speed, but the fact that you have a melee attack, hopefully that kind of push them back, kind of give yourself some breathing room. I'm hoping that it just seems... From my understanding, it seems like you might just be getting more options for your character to do. Um, well, that in itself is I kind would of like. making it more action-focused. Yeah, because yeah, like yeah. a lot of like 
true survival horror people would say that having those limited options and that claustrophobia, like not being able to create distance, not having that available to you is what makes it scary. And I would kind of agree. Like part of what made fights in RE7 so terrifying is that like, yeah, to get away from an enemy, you have to turn away. Like it's, Mm. it's, you have, you, you're so powerless against them. And by giving you those melee options, it does give you more power and more options to actually deal with them, which which I, I don't think is a bad thing. It's just, it's it's variety. Variety's good. Yeah. As um, long as they have a good balance of puzzles and, and other things mm-hmm. that are good scares mm-hmm. and creepy moments where you need to hide, that'll be fine. Um, mm-hmm. The demo, though, I had think, no... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, real quick. Also, I think just based off of, like, the setting and tone of this one, that sort of gameplay makes more sense. Like, having that really, really claustrophobic feel to combat, I think, really works when you're in, like... A house you know where where it is a really claustrophobic environment and you are stuck in these little hallways but mm-hmm. when it's more of a castle and a more grand sort of gothic horror aesthetic um i think having it be more open having those more options kind of makes sense in what it's doing from like a story and world perspective as well yeah so uh just jumping into the demo then um i i was enjoying it it was really quick it was maybe 20 mm-hmm. minutes max i don't know i went through oh, it pretty okay. fast um right at the beginning you get a note and it's kind of just written in paragraphs and the, each paragraph kind of tells you how to escape you're in a jail cell to start and then each part it's like basically like the first paragraph says something along the lines of you're you you have to look around for a way to escape you might even have to crouch down so you crouch down and under the bench there's mm-hmm. a hole and that in, uh, introduces the first new mechanic that wasn't in seven, which you can actually go prone and lay down and actually crawl on your. And I thought that was really cool because I can see a lot of scary moments where you're doing this crawling, yeah, totally. you know, on the ground, getting through the holes in the in the walls and stuff. And uh, so you crawl through, and then like there's another paragraph, you know, find something soaked in blood, and it 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 was pretty obvious. I didn't find the puzzles tricky at all, and it was um. Uh, I was playing with Taylor. I was thinking about streaming it, and then I was like, ah, it's probably going to be like 20 minutes. What's the point, really? I, I could, yeah. but I just wanted to make sure I played it before today's episode, so I had something to say there on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I just... It was... no, There was no combat, like they said in their in uh, their event, the, the showcase. They said that this demo was going to have no combat in it whatsoever. There was no real scary moments. They have, There's a couple things, like, oh, something falls out of the ceiling in front of me. It was fine, it, you know. Uh, I could see people getting spooked by that and stuff, but it was kind of what you've seen before. So I, I wasn't scared during at all throughout the whole demo. Unlike when I played the RE7 demo, that was really scary and actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the whole place was creepy, and I felt like the environment, like the old rundown kitchen, you know, was really disgusting and made you kind of feel uneasy. Whereas this was like this nice mansion, everything's intricate and delicately designed and beautiful and you're like wow this is really nice and the only thing that was really creepy was when i entered the main entrance to the like you get into you escape the dungeon or whatnot you enter into the mansion and you i'm going to call it the mansion or the castle or whatnot and you get to where the entrance is where if you were to go through the front door like the main lobby area of this of this mansion castle thing and uh as i'm walking along you can hear there is someone downstairs. There's someone walking around. And of course, as you walk down, there's no one there. And uh, I found a cup that had like red stained liquid on the bottom and red like lips marks on the side. And this woman that you see in the trailer that's like all white and super tall. Pretty damn sure she's a vampire or something like that because they are definitely drinking blood and they're definitely talking about, you know, mm-hmm. having human blood or having man's blood or something like that. <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was kind. Of, it was just cool. You just go through it, and then you get to the end, and you get to encounter this white woman and her bug people team. Team. I don't know. I don't know what their relation it's is. My favorite band. Daughters. Sisters. I think they're her daughters. Yeah. Yeah. It said in the trailer she's like, "Oh, if my daughters can't deal with him or something." Oh, right. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, um, her her bug swarm daughters that are very much like the uh, the the mother in the RE seven. You know, she had all those bugs all around her, too. You love that, right? I love that. That was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sort of based off of, like, the, I don't know if 
the feel of this one does it for me quite as much as RE7. Like what you were saying about like just how dingy and gross RE7 felt. Like that's what really made it creepy to me. Like the sort of like werewolves and vampires and that sort of thing isn't that interesting to me, mm-hmm. like on a very personal bias level. Um, and so like the, just the like weirdness of RE7 where it's, there isn't really like the sort of cliche threat of like a vampire. Cause you know what a vampire is. It's just sort of like, you have no idea what you're facing. This is yeah. just this family that is absolutely insane and like eating weird rotten food and like cutting your arm off. And it's, it's just off the walls. And so having it be a little bit more of like a known thing, like I said, it's, it's really Gothic horror. It's, it's vampires. It's, it's werewolves. That's, doesn't do it for me quite as much, but I don't think that's the game's fault as much as just that's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, they're just going for um, something different. But I, I absolutely yeah. agree. If I could just quickly say, I, uh, I, I think that there's something with RE7 where you feel like you're in someone else's house, right? You are in yeah. someone else's house, and you feel like I know I shouldn't be there. I'm a little bit uncomfortable with that feeling of walking mm-hmm. into someone's house and no one's there. You don't know when totally. they're gonna uh, get home. Or when they're going to come around the corner and you're feeling that bit of uneasiness. But entering some big, I don't know, it looks clean. It looks beautiful. It looks, it doesn't look lived in. It just looks like a, a stage. You feel like you walked mm-hmm. into a stage that's empty and you're just looking around it. And like, oh, that's a cool, that's cool that there's a chair there and a table there. And, you know, nothing really feels lived in. Doesn't feel like anyone else will be there. So until someone arrives, you don't really feel nervous. Whereas, like, in RE7, you're in the house, you see half-eaten food, <laughs> and you see, yeah, you yeah. know, where the, you know, the workshop is, where someone's been working on something, or wh- what, whatever, mm-hmm. right? You, you feel like you're intruding on someone's home. And, uh, mm-hmm. and in on that, too, like, in RE7, the whole family is, like, they're monsters, but they're also, like, just recognizable enough as, like, people. Mm-hmm. Like, as still, like, human beings that are just, like, a normal family that it that it that it really has what you're saying like that feeling of like oh i'm i'm intruding on these people you know where mm-hmm. like the the mom especially was what got me like the way that she just screamed at you was felt like felt like an actual person could do that like it mm-hmm. <laughs> like just some crazy crazy mom um and and that's part of yeah why it really felt so it felt i guess yeah like yeah it was more relatable emotion than like a vampire is um but, but yeah, I think it's going to be good. I don't know if this will be, like, a day one play for me. I feel like I will likely wait on this one. Um, but, but, yeah, I think everything we saw here as far as the game, it, it looks awesome. It looks like RE7 in the ways that count and not RE7 in the ways that will make it just a different experience, which I, I think is great. Friday's great. I agree with you. Not not a day one buy for me so far yet, either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, it seems like Ethan is back. Yeah, that's right? your character. They, that's who you play as, yeah. Yeah, so didn't he die in RE7? I didn't no. fully finish it. No. He didn't? Okay, okay. <laughs> no, I, no, he doesn't. That's that. I probably should have known. Ethan gets... You should finish it. You should finish destroyed. the game. You have I to if you ever go to play level. 8. Because uh, if you're going to put sense. in the effort to play eight when it's not totally your jam, and you, then you got to finish seven at least. That would be, okay, it's worth it. Okay, because because I don't know the the ending of seven just like story wise got really really uninteresting to me and like sure. I I don't know that that last bit on the boat I just I did not like, but like I wish it just ended when you escaped on the boat. So it's just kind of a weird like leaves you still not knowing what happened like i'm a huge junji ito fan and that's kind of what why i like is because at the end of the story nothing's explained it's still like that was weird but like it moving on you know Hmm. um i I feel like that would have been cool but yeah i guess that's ah, never mind we can move on (laughs) getting off on a weird tangent um so hitman 3 came out on the 20th and i bought that i've been playing it um, I am on the fourth level, I believe, out of six. Um, and I, we were talking about this a tiny bit before. So my history with Hitman is like a lot of people. I played Hitman one and didn't click for me. I, I think I played like the first Paris mission. I was like, yeah, that was neat. And then didn't really play more. Cause I played that cause it was like a free demo. Um, 
And then I later at some point just had heard enough really, really good things about Hitman 2, so I bought it for like 10 bucks or whatever, and then played that. I don't think I beat the final level. I think it was too hard for me. Um, but I got all the way there and really, really liked what I played. And after that, I was, when they announced Hitman 3, I was like, yeah, awesome, I'm in. Like, I want to play that. Um, so I have an hour been playing it, and I think it's my favorite one of the series so far. And I, I say series because Great. I haven't played any of the ones before the, the reboot. Um, I think it just, it really, really focuses on what makes it great and leaves out the shit that doesn't make it too great. And I think part of what it does better than Hitman 2 is it pushes me to engage with the systems that make it beyond just a fun stealth game, I guess. Like, because Hitman 2, I played through, I didn't get overly creative with, I just sort of did... Like, in all the, the levels, they have, like, mission stories where it's sort of a pre-scripted, like, go here, do this, get this disguise, and it sort of guides you through what you're supposed to do as a way of, like, introducing you to the level so that you can get more creative and do more interesting stuff. And I just sort of did that in all the Hitman 2 levels, and that, and that's why I liked it, because it, it made sense to me. I didn't have to think too far outside the box, you know, and it was fun and satisfying. But I think Hitman 3 does a better job of encouraging you to not just do that, where it has this um, sort of shortcut system where every time you beat a level, it opens up new places to go and new ways to get there. Um, so if there's like a door that's locked from the other side, you can unlock it in your first one, then it's just unlocked forever on all subsequent playthroughs, which is great because if there's one bullshit segment you don't feel like going through again, and that would kind of turn me off from me playing it. I can go, nah, like, I can just go through here. And that makes it, <laughs> like, more streamlined, and I can try different strategies. I get more tools, more things I can smuggle in. And that just made it way, way, way more interesting to me to go back. And it also, I think... I think part of it, I have more experience, too. So I just have the competency to actually go off the beaten path a bit. Like, a lot of the time I would use the mission stories to push me in a direction where, like... That happened a lot, actually, where it would get me sort of, like, in the right direction, a way to meet the target, and then from there I'd just sort of go off the chain and do my own thing. So, like, the level I'm on right now, it had me... Or it, like, introduced this idea of, like, somebody doing experiments on homeless people. And I'm like, okay cool so like dress up as a homeless person get in here do those experiments and i tried doing that things went south and i was like okay whatever i restarted the mission <laughs> and then from there i snuck in like as a guard i did something totally different managed to get up to the top level and then found like i'm sure the story mission would have fully like introduced me to this guy of like a, a, a test subject who looks identical to agent 47 like he's bald and has like a tattoo on the back of his head and so i'm like okay hey, perfect like this is a beautiful opportunity so i knock him out steal his like like lab clothes and then go in there and at the like usually sort of guides you on how to kill him i'm like i have no idea what i'm doing up here but i have a good end so let's figure this out like do these experiments yeah. with him things are going and then at some point like he goes into this room like there's only one guard here so i just like, he has his back turned, I quietly take out my sense <laughs> pistol, like, shoot the guard, like, drag it over into a closet, and he's still standing like, this is it, and then take him out, and then just, like, booked it out of the building, and then it was just awesome, like, having that, that, that feeling of, like, I actually did that, that's not, the, like, what the game sort of put on a platter for me, it's, that was a right. plan totally made by me, and, like, and that's just such an awesome feeling, or my favorite level so far is where, you know, through all the levels you have, like, your handler, which she's, like, the lady, Diane, on the radio who's telling you about stuff, giving you intel, but um, you don't have a handler for that mission, so you're just on your own, you don't get to prepare anything, you're just in there, and there's, like, five targets that are hidden as security guards at the building. They're, like, enemy agents, and you have to figure out who those targets are, and then you have to take them out, and there's, there isn't actually any story missions you can do for those targets. It's all up to you. And that was, like, easily the most challenging level so far, but also just, like, absolutely exhilarating because the odds were just so stacked against you and you had to be on your toes. Like, I tried, like, 20 times sometimes for certain guards to take them out, like, just tossing coins everywhere to get people to go in other directions. And then coins? taking, like... Yeah, tossing coins is my favorite mechanic in that game because it's, like, the classic stealth game thing where you toss in to go, huh? What's that? And then go and check it out. And then <laughs> and then it leaves you an opportunity to, like, get one guy quietly, you know, because they have their back turned. Um, 
And so I'd be doing that. Like, there's a guard here. I'm like, oh, fuck, there's, like, three people around him. And, like, you know what? That's better. There's massive crowds everywhere. So I'd, like, toss coins, and then they all had their back turns to each other. Like, knock one guy out. Like, ah! Like, desperately trying to drag him out of the way for the other's view. And then, like, inevitably someone sees me. like, chase him down. Like, throw him into the river. And then it was just, like, absolute panic that entire mission. And then eventually at the end, I, like three of the guards, I think, just, just so happened to cross paths, and I had, like, this remote Semtex that I found somewhere. So, like, remote explosives, <laughs> like, oh, shit, and just quickly threw it and blew them all up, and then at the moment, it was just chaos. Like, they totally knew where I was, like, <laughs> just booked it out of the building. Like, got a terrible score, but I'm like, oh, that was, the, it was just, <laughs> it's so much fun. Like, really, really forcing you to just be on your toes and improvise, and I think this game, yeah, does that improvisation forcing you to sort of find your own path so, so, so well. It's, it's just, it's awesome. Um, and the level design is so cool. Like, the people have talked the second level to death, I kind of feel like, where it's a murder mystery. That's kind of the gimmick of it. And I think that one's super cool. The first mission I thought was awesome. You're in, like, this big sort of skyscraper in Dubai where you can't even see the ground. Like, it's so high up, and that was, that was super cool. Um, but, yeah, I am absolutely adoring it so far. It's my, my favorite hit can- Hitman game, definitely. Um, I could see it being in my top five of the year at the end of the year, but Ooh. we, it's also only January. We have so <laughs> much ahead of us, so we'll see. But yeah, definitely two thumbs up from Ziggy. Wow. Um, they got the double thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I like the idea. I, that's what's always been interesting to me about the Hitman series. Um, being able to take on a challenge however you want to and having all these different mm-hmm. ways to tackle a problem basically and make find your own solution i found that mm-hmm. really interesting i gotta <laughs> give two another try i have it and i i honestly didn't give it much of a try actually now that i think about it, it might have been even only 20 minutes or something so maybe <laughs> i should maybe i should actually put some effort in and because i do i do like being stealthy when there is an option to be stealthy mm-hmm. in games so i might actually really enjoy also, the game does this thing where it finds a way to sync up your footsteps to the music that's playing in, like, if you're in a club or, like, at a oh, party really? or something. It always does that. So you're, I don't know how. Like, Ooh, I was I'd walking like around trying to figure out how they sync it up. But it makes you feel so fucking cool whenever you walk somewhere. It's, like, just walking. to the, I mean, you know, like, when you have headphones in, you always yeah. kind of do that, like, naturally. And it, <laughs> it, it it's just such a small, subtle thing, but it makes you feel like a badass. It's... It's it's awesome. I I absolutely love this game. But yeah, you should definitely try giving Hitman Two a second shot, because um, I I love I love this series. And I honestly should go back and play Hitman One. I think too, because um, I, I I just like these games too much. Like I I feel like it's definitely worth giving it a shot. Maybe we'll get the access pass in um, Hitman Three. Mm. But yeah. Anyways, there's my Hitman Three impressions. I'll probably have more to say next week when i've actually finished it um and i plan on playing this game for a little bit i mean the medium's gonna come out and depending on how good that is it might pull me away um but but yeah i i could definitely see myself replaying these levels a lot and really trying to like like really sort of get into it like the one i was talking about before where it's all improvisation Mm -hmm. i think I, I, I could definitely see myself playing that a lot. Because right after I finished that, I had, like, the urge to go back and replay it. Of, like, oh, there's so many other things I could have done. Like, that was so messy. I want to try it again. Um, yeah, and you probably yeah. would have... You would have... You'll have finished it at least by next week. So you'll have some sure. actual, yeah. like... Well, here's what I think as a whole. So that, that'll be good. <laughs> even if you don't get a chance to replay levels as much as you normally want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways... With that out of the way, I think we are into our new segment, which is our personal favorite 50 games of all time. Extremely biased lists from both of us. So, on um, number 50 of the list, the very bottom, do you want to start us off, Nick? Sure. So, uh, I spent hours this week <laughs> looking through it. I still have anxiety that I've forgotten a game. I just remembered Katana Zero today and quickly threw that in there. <laughs> it is in my top 50, actually. Um, wow. And, I think it's on mine, too. And so, yeah. my number 50 is Gorn. I think it's my only Ooh. VR game on my list. Um, it was published by Devolver Digital. 
but it's developed by sorry, I was pulling up Steam earlier, uh by Free Lives. And that game is honestly my favorite VR game. I don't have Half-Life Alex, so before you get go crazy here, I <laughs> I don't have that one, but it's my favorite uh VR game that I own and um it's such a fun one for me to introduce to people when they come over and we want I want to show them VR. So for those who don't know, Gorn is like you imagine you're playing as a gladiator, first person obviously because it's VR and um you can just pick up different weapons, you can do all kinds of different challenges, but the gist of it is you have different weapons you can use to beat up other gladiators and other <laughs> enemies that are all very cartoony and it's very gory and bloody, but cartoony blood and gore and you can yeah beat the snot out of guys you can get your fists up and just start punching them in the face till they get knocked out and then pick up a shield <laughs> and start bashing them in the head pick up a club and start hitting them in the face or hit them in the legs so they fall over you can throw stuff at them pick up a rock toss that at them once a guy's dead you can grab their arm rip it off throw it at another guy take their head rip it off shake it in front of you look at it laugh at it throw it uh, i probably sound messed up but i'm just saying it's pretty fun <laughs> it's pretty fun um yeah i that game uh, played it with uh, Taylor's brother uh, like a year or two ago and other people and it's just fun watching other people just like they go to town, they're punching the air they're, they're yeah, doing all kinds yeah. of things you get them, they're like, whoa, you can do that? what's what's going on? You know, like, <laughs> pick up the, and hold the whole dead guy and throw them at the other guys and uh, spears <laughs> to stab them and lift them up in the air and all the weapons are very kind of cartoony, they're, they're like kind of wiggly you can wiggle them through the air and you can bend them and <laughs> all that <laughs> stuff it's great I, I don't know i don't know what else to say other than they just give you a lot of options in terms of weapons and abilities and things you can use to beat up other people basically and get your aggression yeah, out. yeah um there there's been so many updates since i played so there's a lot more to the game i know that because i've seen little update notes popping up on steam but um one a bit one I guess item you can use that I remember is this gauntlet because you basically can move yourself around by you reach forward you grab the air and then you drag towards yourself to kind of pull yourself along oh, and it's really weird but it's almost like as if you imagine you're like a gorilla walking around and using your arms to move <laughs> but uh there's this item it's like a glove with little little wings on it kind of like a Icarus wings or something and you can grab the air pull down and you basically launch yourself high up into the air and for me i get oh, that whoa. those butterfly the butterflies in my stomach that kind of like mm -hmm. stomach drop feeling right where you launch yourself up and you're like whoa there goes the arena kind of zooming out and then you start falling back down and i just thought that was a lot of fun because you could like launch yourself in the air do like a drop attack on a guy and yeah just that creativity of just being able to run around an arena kill things and kind of do that stuff is it's a good time so that's my number 50 yeah no that's awesome it like gorn i'm watching the trailer right now um because i it's one of those games i've sort of been like aware of but i don't think i've actually seen proper gameplay of it but it, it does seem like it really sort of taps into what makes vr fun and just like expression and what you can do like yeah. not having preset attacks but just yeah beating the shit out of someone however you want um yeah. oh what actually... you saying about like oh one yeah Oh, I just because I forgot about it until now. They're like they have mm -hmm. boss battles too, and like oh, they, I don't remember the other ones, but I do remember one was Achilles, and you he had armor everywhere other than oh, his heel, right? So you'd have to get <laughs> yeah, in behind yeah. him and try to stab and hit his heel, and that just it was really fun. That's awesome. Little things like that. Yeah, Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Trying to like get down below, <laughs> um, but yeah, I honestly don't have much more to say. I was, what you're saying about like the stomach drop feeling, I I adore that feeling in VR games, mm -hmm. like. When games give you that like really physical, like visceral response to something of like, whoa, shit, I, that's kind of the mark of a good VR game to me. Um, or at least doing that without just making you sick. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty fine line. Um, yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Um, my number 50 game, just starting it right off the bat with a good controversial pick, is uh, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Um, Ooh. which is a game that I think gets way more shit than it deserves. I'm not going to call this game great. I'm not going to call oh, it. I don't anything. agree. <laughs> but I think it, this game gets more shit than it deserves for sure. Also, funny fact about this game. I was thinking about this in the shower the other day, but my experience of this game was actually weirdly, really tied to you. 
because I remember when I was small, like very small, I doubt you remember this, but I remember playing Skyward Sword like at your house or something when we were visiting Canada. Um, and I Could remember that uh, just the aunt and uncle's place when I lived with them. <sighs> Could it be there? Maybe it was, it was like a while ago. That's when I got, it. um, mm-hmm. that that's, that's probably when it was. I remember absolutely nothing other than the game itself and, <laughs> and yeah. the fact that you were there like 11 um, years ago or and, something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would have been forever ago. And I remember playing it because yeah, I would have been like seven. I thought the idea of having like the Wiimote as your sword was just like the coolest shit like that is that is video yeah. games man like that cool. is what every game should be <laughs> and in reality what i wanted was vr <laughs> yeah. but um and i think but like then fast forward a while i own a wii like after the wii u was out i i came to the party pretty damn late play covered sword again i'm i'm probably 11 or 12 and so still don't have great taste in games and playing it and remembering that and thinking that was cool as shit and still thinking it's cool as shit now although i have played like a little bit more video games i was still not very experienced but like playing that and then having that experience was awesome as a kid but away from that nostalgia i went back to skyward sword in the last two years or something and played it expecting to have my memories of the game ruined but they weren't like I played it again and like the game has issues. It has a lot of fucking issues, but I also still think that the game, like that core feeling of swinging a sword and raising it up and doing the slashes just feels cool and feels empowering when it works. And that's the key because the Wii hardware is interesting, but I think Skyward Sword is both like the most Wii era Nintendo game that they made and also does, is the best, like, Wii game design game that they did, because I... I agree there. One yeah. of my one of my hottest takes, at least amongst, like, my peers, is I fucking hate the Wii. Like, <laughs> I despise that console. And a lot of that is because the Wii just, like, promoted this really, really god-awful era of game design where attacking just meant doing this, just meant, like, shaking your controller as much as possible, and just, like doing motion control stuff that was just absolutely useless and could have and should have been a button press. Like, Twilight Princess is a perfect example where, yep. like, the GameCube version of the game is so much better <laughs> because you don't have to fucking do this every time you want to do something in the game. It sucks. Um, but Skyward Sword actually manages to make that a useful and good piece of game design in the game, I think. Like, in ways... In the boss fights specifically, like, I was thinking about... Um, like, the Kalactos boss fight, you know, the big, like, six-arm robot thing is so empowering when you get to pick up a sword and actually, like, mm. swing at it with that, and it feels weighty, and it feels heavy, and it feels awesome. Or, like, really, really disempowering, like, when you, uh, when you fight, um, oh, what's his name, Gearhim for the first time, this sort of, like, right. not final boss, but, like, main rival of the game, where like, you attack what, him, and he just grabs you your sword. Facing. Yeah, and he just, like, grabs your blade, and you have to, like, physically pry it out of his hand. With, like, two fingers, right? You, yeah, he just, like, grabs it, and you're like, what the hell? He, like, I can't do shit against this guy. And eventually, you figure I have to, like, trick him or whatever. And, um, but, but that's such a cool feeling, like, swinging at him and then having him just grab it and physically stop you. Like, and that is only really a thing. Like, if I just press X to attack and then have him grab you, like, ah, oh, whatever, guess I gotta do, get a new strategy. But it feels so cool when you're actually swinging it. Um, and, like, this game is also extremely linear, and its puzzles are pretty fucking stupid at times. I'm not gonna defend any of that, but I think one of, one of my personal beliefs in game design is that linearity and story are kind of on, like, they have a really strong correlation, where oftentimes, like, to have a good story, you kind of need to sacrifice player expression, in a way, or to have a good narrative, I should say, not not a good story, mm. um, because those two are different. Um, and that's why, like, Breath of the Wild, I'll talk about later on, much, much later on this list, um, but I think that has one of the weaker Zelda stories, because it, it that's not its focus. Its focus is on the player's story and the player's 
like adventure that they make for themselves. But Skyward Sword, as one of the more linear Zelda games, I think also has the best Zelda story. And I'm definitely not afraid to say that. I think the way that it starts at the very, very beginning of the timeline and has you go through all this stuff of finding Zelda and doing all that, and like the reveal is at the end. I don't, why am I trying to avoid spoilers? It's a, it's such an old game. Um, because it's but, one game that no one's going to play, so no, so many people don't know. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But like, yeah, go I, ahead. I think it's really meaningful and... With some and like showing like demise and the the history of Ganondorf and all that stuff apart from just Wind Waker, it has some yeah. really interesting things to say about the Zelda lore and just a really great story. Oh. It has my favorite Zelda character of all time, which is Groose. I fucking love Groose. Um, <laughs> Groose is my favorite. I don't know if you remember him. He's the, like oh the yeah, no, I remember orange, the game like, very well. I, I... Good, good. Yeah, <laughs> as you should. Um, but but yeah, I think it's awesome. Um, and yeah, I mean to. I'm not gonna say this game is the best Zelda game by by the music in that game. Oh, so good. good. I also so good. I think until Breath of the Wild is my favorite art in a Zelda game too, where I think it Mm. really really nailed that middle ground between like really cartoony Wind Waker and more realistic Twilight Princess, where it had that level of realism, but it still felt cartoony and and exaggerated and like yeah, it just cartoonish without being an actual cartoon you know i felt that um, way except for link i did not like link's design personally i think it's okay it's that, de- that, was, just, not yeah, my that was just design, me but, I, yeah. but i liked everything else um, all the other art style i think zelda looks amazing in that mm-hmm. game too and i like that zelda is more yeah. of a character than in other games that's totally. that's like my number one frustration with the series zelda never plays a big enough role that's why like fingers crossed for breath of the wild too because she's featured so prominently in that trailer looks like it. more zelda yeah, yeah. um but but yeah, and like the fighting, oh, what's his name? The big worm dude, like a million times. That sucks. Oh yeah, <laughs> that the thing with so like bad. two feet and a mouth. <laughs> the yeah, when you fight him a million times and it's boring every time. Or there's one puzzle specifically where there's like a a big. Oh, I don't even remember. I just remembered you had to like go into Skyloft again and go into a whole other territory to talk to someone to get a big basin of water and bring it over. Yeah, and that was just. Like, that was when I replayed it. I was still just had no idea what to do in that puzzle. I had to look it up. And now I was like, that's dumb. That's that's (laughs) stupid puzzle design. Um, And, yeah, I think think from a game design perspective, it is not nearly as good as most Zelda games. But I think in terms of story and in terms of, like, just how it makes me at least feel, I think it – there's a reason why it's on my number 50 favorite and I, I think it, it just has a special place in my heart because of that. Yeah, I, uh, going off of that, I my first experience with that game, I actually got it and then played it over the whole weekend with my brother Jesse, who was on the show oh, a while awesome. back. And uh, we had a good time with it. We really enjoyed playing through the game. We had a blast with it. And then as soon as I beat the game, like, cause I, all that story stuff, all the, all the stuff you're talking about, the story is awesome. You know, you don't mind the tutorial at the beginning that takes like two hours <laughs> because it's your first time doing it. Everything's new. Everything. You don't know what to expect. All the little side quests, they're all new for you. You, you have new characters. And all the to dialogue talk to. and characters are fun in that section yeah, too. Yeah. And, um, dungeons are new and exciting. Items are new and exciting. Bosses are really good, I think. I actually found a lot of the bosses really fun to fight. I totally agree with you on the controls. I had a I had a great time with the controls my first time playing. I didn't have the issues that a lot of people have had. So, I had a great first experience, but playing through it again when I ha- had gone back and I thought, "Hey, you know what? I'd really like to go back and play some Skyward Sword because I love to go back and play through Zelda games since they're like my favorite <laughs> franchise ever." And honestly, Skyward Sword is not on my 50 top 50 list um it it's a game that i find really boring to replay now and the only reason i want to replay it is because i do like the motion controls like you said when it works i find a lot of motion controls actually fun to use um i agree with you that's like the wii game (laughs) it's like the best wii (laughs) uh expression of a game you know but it's um not fun for me to play now i i find myself bored too often or having to sit through stuff um i just really like the cutscenes, <laughs> and i don't need to yeah, play yeah. the game again to view those but yeah watching how the master sword is created watching link and zelda's relationship <laughs> yeah. seeing the you know what demise is and 
uh, Girahim or, or however you say his name. You know, all all the, those characters were really interesting. I found that game fun, and I am happy to never play it again. <laughs> I don't know. I love Zelda <laughs> yeah, so much, yeah. and I'm so glad it exists. But I, I did, I do not enjoy playing that anymore. But I totally get what you're that, where that you're coming from. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I I can't argue that at all. Like you're absolutely right. It is quite boring like the tutorial is comically long um and just with absolutely nothing to do other than just talking to people and it's like it's awesome the first time because you're meeting all these people and they're fun and cartoonish you get to watch Groose be a bitch to you for a while <laughs> and like and it's yeah but i can add that, that, yeah, that actually, i think that's a good take like the idea that or not the idea like the, the fact that replaying it sucks <laughs> like when you don't when you don't have that wonder of like discovery like, for me, when I was replaying it recently, it was because I did not remember half of it. Like, I remembered so little. Mm-hmm. I just remembered, like, kind of how it vaguely made me feel. Um, but, but yeah. But, yeah, I think also, going back to, I don't know how old it was, <laughs> but, you know, younger Nick, getting excited for this game and coming mm-hmm. off of Twilight Princess, being the, the 3D Zelda before it, had, like, nine dungeons, multiple areas to go to and all this stuff. and Really, all you get in Skyward Sword is Skyloft and three zones. <laughs> that's like your that's like <laughs> bread and butter of the game. And going you back better to love the those si- three zones because you're gonna see them a lot. And yeah. you're going back and f- to those zones over and over again. It's like sure, maybe you get to explore a tiny bit more, but it's really the same music and the same kind of place. And so I think for myself, even though I really like the game, I still had that. I was still able to recognize that and go, "There's a lot less to this game than I remember from the one I played before." And 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 then just yeah, going back to it now, I'm like, I'd rather go back and play Twilight Princess because there's this all these different dungeons and different music and so many more bosses and it's also got a good story. But and so I I yeah, that's I forgot to mention. Number yeah. fifty, hey, and, <laughs> yeah, very bottom of the list. I talked about that for a lot longer than I thought I was going to. To be honest, I feel good. like a lot of these bottom ones are going to be pretty quick. Um, Anytime there's Zelda, I'll make it along. I don't mind. I'll keep talking yeah. about it. <laughs> Zelda is really easy to talk about for a very long Look time. Look at my background. I will say. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, I think that is the end of what we have planned. Oh! Um, Game Club. Game Club, yeah. Game oh, Club I guess also. Next week. You're, you're hosting. Oh, I'll, you I'll shut up. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so yeah, Game Club for next week, we are going to be playing Enter the Gungeon, because neither of us have played that. Um, and then the week after that, we're going to play The Medium, because that's coming out like right before that episode airs, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, or not before it airs, before we record, I mean. But yeah, so Enter the Gungeon this week, um, again, if you guys want to play along, um, you know, talk about in the comments what you think about it, all that good stuff. Uh, that would be awesome. But um, Nick, do you have anything more to say? You can pre-install the medium on Xbox Game Pass right now. Oh, true. Yeah, that's I cool. Should do that actually. Um, and Before also for those who have noticed, last week's episode and this week's episode have had intro, an intro, little Whoa. simple animation <laughs> uh, with uh, my wife Taylor singing a little, a little tune. <laughs> <laughs> and i just wanted to touch on that really quick because i i want to give her recognition it was uh i'm so glad she did it and i wasn't asked at all <laughs> i was thinking after we recorded the last episode that i wanted to just make a quick little simple animation thing just to make a little intro put something up there um i, I it's been something i've wanted to do for a while so i just thought okay put some time into it improve it later on as i do with everything um so i made this little animation showed it to taylor and she's looking at it and going why is there no sound? I said, well, because I don't know. I don't know what music kind of put to it. Like, what do you do? I don't know. So I, you know, give it fighting back a little bit. Like, come on, give me a break. I just did this thing in like an hour. <laughs> and so then she takes the mic here, rotates it over to herself, and she's like, Can you can you record? Can you record audio right now? And I said, Yeah, yeah, I can turn that on. So I press record, and then she just sings this little thing. And so I stopped recording put it into you know edited my animation to match the timing for her little tune and that's what you get now that's our intro our intro for now so i hope everyone likes it i love it and i am biased so who cares (laughs) (laughs) that's all i have to say all right awesome uh do you have anything you want to promote uh yeah just uh just i am 
continuing to stream trying to be regular as much as possible on my twitch channel twitch.tv slash nickelobe um trying to do monday to thursday recording 2 30 p.m till 4 p.m so yeah if you want to check out what i'm playing and check out my gameplay of the game club game we talk about doing um yeah then come check me out over there if you want to stay updated follow my my uh twitter at i underscore nickelobe awesome yeah i don't think i really have anything to to promote right now um yeah i think that oh actually real quick this isn't a promotion but i finally like i got a new tv i finally got that all set up i just want to say that which because i'm happy about it i can finally have all my consoles like on top of my media console like mounted on it because well before my tv it was like this 22 inch 1080 tv that i had to like because i have it by my bed um, and I had to fully sit up and, like, smooth the covers. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to see, like, the bottom of the TV. So now it's actually mounted. I don't have to do that anymore. And I'm excited about that. Um, but, yeah. Um, I've honestly been watching a lot of TV lately. I don't know if, like, we want to make that a quick segment. But I've been watching a lot of shows I've been enjoying. No, um, I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> we still, I mean, we got five minutes. I'm going to say real quick, watch The Great Pretender on Netflix. Because that is a no, I'm just... bomb-ass anime. That goes hard as fuck. That's a really good show. Um, uh, with that, I think that's all for me. That's been my entire week since the last episode. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for everything you guys do. Um, yeah, make sure if you guys have any questions or anything you want to talk about, leave that in the comments. We'll take a look at it. Um, yeah, try out and, our Game Club yeah. game. Give us uh, your totally, opinions yeah. on it. Love to read that. Or if that. you've already played it, then yeah, put that in. We'll talk about it in the show. Um, Absolutely. And yeah. With that, um, keep peeking that screen. I'll see you next week. Heck yeah. All right, see ya. Bye. (laughs) See ya.